Good evening. The presenting sponsor of 30 and Nerdy Podcast is Advertising Expressions. Advertising Expressions exists to promote your business, school, church, or even your podcast, just like they do for the quite fine show, 30 and Nerdy. They promote such organizations by getting their name in front of as many as possible, as often as possible, for as long as possible. So whether you advertise on your rear window, or wear a shirt so that strangers on a train know where you work, be sure that advertising expressions can help you. After all, I confess that their service is absolutely murder. Contact them today and tell them 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you to see what deals are in store. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? Welcome to another episode of the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Not just any episode, the 99th episode of 30 and Nerdy Podcast, which means next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will be celebrating the 100th episode of 30 and Nerdy Podcast. So, I'm definitely excited for that because, ladies and gentlemen, well, you'll just have to wait and see. So, before we get to this episode, let's get through some business. All right? So, if you want to find and follow the nerds of 30 and Nerdy, podcast well here is how you do so all right we are on twitter at 30 and nerdy pod we are on instagram at 30 and nerdy podcast we are on facebook at 30 and nerdy podcast and yes we are on tiktok at 30 and nerdy pod we're on youtube at 30 and nerdy podcast and I'm, i know that's a lot that's a mouthful so here's the easiest way to find us go to 30 and nerdy podcast.com on the interwebs. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe to the blogs and newsletters that we send out on the regular basis by scrolling down to the bottom of the site, following the instructions. If you want to shout at us for any particular reason, shoot us an email at 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. We love hearing from you nerds and staying in contact. Now that is not Oh, if you want to know what all is going on at Bad Cast Company Productions, like exclusive Patreon content and other shows, just check out BadCastCompany.com. Speaking of Patreon, 
If you want to support the show monetarily, it's simple. Go to patreon.com slash badcastcompany and see all the ways you can help. There are many different tiers, so many different gifts to go along with those tiers. But you will see. For as little as $1 a month, you are already going to get rewarded. You can support the show and partake in great exclusive content such as deleted scenes, bloopers, and some exclusive extras that will be popping in and out uh, throughout the uh, content creation. So definitely, please consider being a $1 a month patron. You're going to get some exclusive content and you get to support the show and you're not breaking the bank. Fun little thing that we're going to do in celebration of 100 episodes. We are just a few patrons away from getting 10 Patreon supporters. That's right. When we get to 10, we're going to release an exclusive Patreon show. So we are just four away. So if there are four people currently listening to my voice who are willing to jump in at the $1 a month tier... Please go to patreon.com slash badcastcompany, and we, uh, when we reach 10, we're going to first enter the currently 10 patrons that we will have. Uh, we're at 6 right now, so 4 more. We will enter those 10 names into a contest to win a swag package and a free pop. Also, we're going to be releasing an exclusive Patreon-only show when we reach 10 Patreon supporters. So please, if you hear my voice, we just need four more for one dollar a month. You can be part of that Patreon contest. So please consider supporting the show. And you will get to take place in all of that exclusive content. Also, uh, while we're talking Patreon, a huge shout out to our current supporters. Um, you know who you are. A huge shout out to the uh, shout out to the two podcasts. That are Patreon supporters. Johnny has the Keys podcast and Ken M of the Ojo Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Huge thank you to all. That's what it's all about. Independent podcasts supporting one another. That's how it, that's how it works. That's how it should be. Speaking of podcasts, independent podcasts supporting one another. While you're on the interwebs, go to podchaser.com. That is a way to find other independent podcasts out there, rate and review their shows, subscribe to them. We are part of two amazing communities on podchaser.com. Okay, we are part of the Apocalypse, uh, which are great uh, content creators out there to help you survive the Apocalypse that is constantly growing and getting nearest. The best way to survive the Apocalypse is to go to podchaser.com. Dot com search that playlist t h e a p o d a l y p s e the apocalypse and subscribe to all those shows give them a listen a rating and review we are also part of an amazing community called pod nation on podchaser.com so a huge shout out to them as well fantastic content creators in both playlists i highly suggest you go look for them search those playlists and subscribe to those shows start giving them a listen tell them 30 and nerdy podcast sent you speaking of communities twitter is also a great place that we are on uh in some great communities uh we are part of the innard circle shout out to everyone part of the innard circle pod nation the apocalypse and the legion of independent podcasts as well as alternate reality radio shout out to all of you all uh, thank you for continuing to support 30 and Nerdy Podcast and continuing to support each other. Thank you very much. And speaking of 
Communities, let's talk councils. That's right, the Council of Nerds. Now, that is us here at 30 and Nerdy Podcast. And in the Council of Nerds, we are also joined by ODPH, the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, Three Fat Nerds, East Coast Avengers, Crossover Collision, Cheers to Comics, and the man amongst men on Twitter at DreDriven83. Now, every now and then, the council will convene to talk things going on in nerd culture, especially after the run of some Marvel shows on Disney+. Plus. We have two episodes out there right now that have to do with Disney Plus shows. And then in last season, we have two other crossovers to where we talked about different things throughout the Nerdiverse and throughout our nerd culture. So anytime the council convenes is an epic moment so be on the lookout for the next convening of the council of nerds after the series loki finishes up so mid-july around that time look out for the next council of nerds last but certainly not least of the business i know as you listen to my voice right now that On your smartphone, there is a certain application for Instagram. Everyone's got the app on their phone. So while you're listening, follow these instructions. Go to the Instagram app. Click. Click in the search bar. Type in these letters as follows. R-E-V underscore C-O-L-L three C-T-I-O-N. Rev underscore collection on Instagram. That is your place for all things. Pops, Pokemon, figures, collectibles, the works. It's easy. Just go to your Instagram, search that name, hit the follow button. You will not regret it. Rev is killing it. He's he's what I like to call the Eric Church, the chief of the collectible game. So give that Instagram page a follow. Now that the business is over, let's... Have some fun. DJ Mike Howie, take us to the show. Nerd! Nerd! It's time to nerd up or shut up. Welcome to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast, the flagship show of Badcast Company Productions. <laughs> 30 and Nerdy Podcast is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and part of the Council of Nerds. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Reach out using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. You can also find us and other amazing podcasts at podchaser.com by searching The Apocalypse and Pod Nation. 
Got something to say? Email us at 30andnerdypod at gmail.com or check out the website at 30andnerdypodcast.com. Now, sit back, crank it to 11. The nerds are here. All right, nerd world order. Let's get the show started. The first thing I want to talk about is an article that I read in Variety. So this episode, episode 99, before we get started, is just going to be a touch base episode, touching base on things currently going on in the previous days of our nerd culture. And I don't want to get too bogged down with too many news articles, but I just want to kind of stop and take the time before things get crazy, before we start celebrating the 100th episode next week and over the coming weeks with what is to follow. Before we get there, I want to just stop and take the time to talk about some things going on, where I stand, where we stand as a nerd culture, and talk a little bit of the toxicity that's happening in our nerd world and things like that. So this first thing I want to talk about is, is, is an article that I found in Variety. Um, and this actually uh, just came out this morning as I record. Uh, AT&T and Discovery in talks to merge media assets. They are currently discussing the possibility of combining media assets that's AT&T and Discovery, to create an entertainment and lifestyle content giant with a global footprint to better complete, uh, sorry, to better compete in the streaming marketplace. Bloomberg first reported Sunday that talks are ongoing and a deal could be reached as early as this week. The deal would bring together such brands as HBO and CNN with lifestyle powerhouses Food Network and HGTV. Sources close to the situation suggest that the two sides will look, uh, create a joint venture that would house AT&T's media and entertainment assets along with Discovery's uh, suite of lifestyle channels. In that scenario, it's believed that Discovery CEO David uh, Zalsov and Warner Media CEO Jason Killer would both maintain leadership roles, although those details remain sketchy. Uh, there was immediate speculation that any deal between AT&T and Discovery would prompt other bidders to join the fray. There has been chatter in the marketplace that AT&T was quietly talking to Comcast about possible combinations for NBC Universal and the Warner Media assets. Reps for AT&T and Warner Media and Discovery declined a comment. So that's funny that that news broke this morning because. Uh, for the 100th episode, uh, there is going to be some Stream Wars conversation. And that article mixed with next week's conversation, uh, I, I feel like I kind of want to talk about some things going on with... Uh, this, is, this is not really a, a precursor to the Stream War, but... <clears throat> funny thing, it's about HBO Max. So I... Obviously, if you are following the podcast and if you know me personally, I am a, a, a firm, prominent, uh, outspoken person about Warner Media 
and Warner Brothers being the downfall of of the DC brand. Uh, I am myself, uh, not just self-professed, uh, but everyone knows me as a DC guy. I love Marvel. I love the MCU. Don't get me wrong. I love both. But just at my heart and soul, I am a, a, a blue brand supporter, a DC guy. I, I grew up falling in love with DC content more so than Marvel. Uh, it's just who I am. So I'm 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 a, I'm a huge uh, outspoken person of that. So Warner Media and and Sarnoff and all those CEOs and all that, though they have uh, royally screwed things up with DC, they they have pretty much made it a joke at this point, a laughing stock, almost an embarrassment to be uh, a DC fan and a DC person. Um, HBO Max and the release of the Snyder Cut. I've, I've talked about it till I'm blue in the face with friends, with family. Uh, I've done two episodes with of the Snyder Cut and the Snyderverse recently, so I'm not really going to go into detail about it. But um, listen, to those of you that are, are firm, uh, restore the Snyderverse people, I, I am with you. I am uh, on board Heck, I am part of some of the social media groups about restoring the Snyderverse. <clears throat> but there's a point where are you do the right voice or are you a toxic voice? So this is the first topic of conversation that I want to talk about. Um, there is a way to go about it. Um, there is a way to go about it without being toxic. First off, um, threatening uh, the lives or in any other manner, the threatening of Sarnoff and Hamada and uh, WB execs and Joss Whedon or whatever is in your eyes anti-Snyder. Threats against them aren't the way to go. So let's just start there. You can't just go around on social media threatening. First off, if if uh, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram are are allowing this, let's let's go to that under the surface. That should stop. These social media outlets should not allow any threatening or toxic nerddom of any kind because a lot of it is clickbait and lies and dangerous. So let's start there. Um, the those of you that are in the groups like restore the Snyderverse groups and air cut groups and the problem with DC is Warner Brothers groups. I, I am with you. I wholeheartedly agree. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, all you have to do is talk to me for a little bit, and you'll know that I, I'm I'm on your side when it has to do with that. But I have left a lot of groups in recent days for the very reason that now it's not just turning violent and and threatening, it's turning political. And there's racism getting involved and misogyny getting involved. And some of you have even turned to turning it Republican versus Democrat. I, I don't know how you did that to start off with. I don't know how it became that political when it just started off as a, a Restore the Snyderverse movement. Um, 
for instance, opinions about J.J. Abrams, who I have nicknamed uh, throughout, you know, most of my adult life as Jar Jar Abrams, because I'm not a massive fan, so... Being a DC guy and knowing that Bad Robot is is heavily involved with DC now, uh, it does worry me for that very reason. However, I would not go as far as to start getting racist with the thought of a black Superman. Number one, it's a fictional character. They're not real. So if you can't suspend reality, if you can't do that, if, if it's so real to you that you're going to start getting hateful and belligerent, and toxic, and dangerous online for someone who disagrees with you, or for someone who's not playing into it, you have to, you need to check yourself, like, not just check yourself at the door, check yourself into some therapy, please, because, look, I would rather, personally, instead of changing the color of someone who's originally created, I would rather have original good content for multi-cultural uh, and, and other cultures and other races as a character. There's a very strong character out there uh, that is a black Superman that they need to be focusing on. Turning Clark Kent black is them still burying it under the rug, in my opinion. And again, if they come out with a black Clark Kent, I'm not going to hate it because it's a fictional character <laughs> In, in a world where anything can be different from day to day. So I'm not going to be angry about a black Clark Kent. Just like I, if, you know, those of you who are, who are screaming, I also have seen Marvel versus DC, like Marvel folks calling DC fans racist for not wanting a black Clark Kent. I also challenge you, I hope you'll in, bring that same energy that what if Marvel wanted to do a black Peter Parker? I hope you'll you'll support that as well. Let's bring that same energy. If you're going to support something, support it wholeheartedly because I've also seen people tear down each other for each other's beliefs and, and then it turns into this whirlwind. So <clears throat> first off, let's let's start let's 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 keep it there. There are a lot of strong characters written characters, source material in our comic book culture, that if you're going to change the color of a superhero, uh, there are originals out there that you can do. Bring us that. There are strong. And and, and yes, I'm, I'm with you. Warner Brothers is really sucking right now with the DC content. I, I, I get it. I do. I'm with you. But people, at the same time, you know, life is bigger. And, and this is coming from, from a 32-year-old nerd who has a podcast that talks about nerd culture. Life is so much bigger than nerd culture and whether Zach gets to continue. Why would Zach want to continue at a place that's obviously toxic? So let's, let's put that little nugget in our mind. Do you think Zack would even want to come back to restore his Snyderverse with a place that's so toxic and so unhealthy? Why would you want him to if it's so unhealthy and so to toxic there? Why would you want Ben Affleck to continue Batman in a world of toxicity? Not just for DC, but nerd culture is some of the most 
toxic culture I have seen in my 32 years of life, whether it's Star Wars, Marvel, DC, comic books, what have you. We are a toxic culture, and we have to be better. Why would Ben Affleck... And let's also let's move over to the news of Batfleck continuing. There has been no word, so please stop speculating. Please stop listening and watching clickbait. And, I'm, and I, I cannot believe I'm bringing myself to saying their name. But people, we got this covered as a bunch of gossipist, rumorous clickbait. Stop sharing we got this covered articles because they don't know what they're talking about. They don't have their fingers to the pulse. They don't have inside sources. They don't. They go with a rumor and they turn it into fact. And if you are listening and buying into we got this covered, stop it right now, you're the same people who buy into Dave Meltzer in the wrestling world. Stop it. Just stop. Stop sharing clickbait rumor articles. It doesn't help. It continues the speculation, which then incl- continue Like, when we speculate and don't get what we want, we automatically hate something. We live in that kind of society, a selfish, speculating society, especially in nerd culture. So stop. Just stop. So with it, when it comes to this, and I know I'm all over the place. I'm just getting, I'm getting heated. I'm getting passionate about this. From that news, HBO Max, I'm subscribed. I suggest that you subscribe too because there is some great DC content out there from the past that you can't get anywhere else really. It's not on Netflix. There's some, some great originals. Uh, that that HBO Max that will have like Star Girl uh, and things like that. If you're a fan of Supernatural, I would imagine it's off the CW seed right now. I just learned that the other day, so you're gonna need HBO Max. Um, if you're a fan of Fresh Prince, Friends, it's all on HBO Max. So I, I do suggest you get it. But a a Coleman, a a marriage of that capacity, discover and discovery and that just brings us back into the stream wars. We are still in the precipice of stream wars. And and I, I honestly, I'm here to tell you that we haven't even scratched the surface of the wars. 30 and 30 Podcast has done three episodes on the stream wars. And each episode had new content to talk about. And a new stream service brought into the fray. And now... That will be the topic of conversation for the 100th episode in detail next week. But I can tell you that I would imagine, nerds, that it's not going to stop there. I would imagine that something in the coming months or coming years will prompt another Stream Wars episode and another because we they will not stop. We are in the digital age. If you listen to the uh, previous episode on 30 and Nerdy, my conversation with Felix Holsafel, the the author of Catch 42, we are merely scratching the surface of the digital movement, the digital age, the digital era. And if we're just scratching the surface of it, we're merely scratching the surface of the stream wars. So ask yourself this. What will happen if this merger happens and then we move forward who will Disney buy next? If if Warner Media makes this kind of move, 
look for Disney to make another impactful move. But I want you to think about this uh, when it comes to, and and I'm not going to, you know, get into a bigger Stream Wars topic because that's going to be next week. But keep this in mind. Disney has been told by the federal government that if they buy another major IP, they will legally be dubbed a monopoly. And when that happens, the federal government will have to step in because monopolies have been deemed unconstitutional and illegal. So think about that. People like HBO Max, Warner Media has so much further they can go that Disney can't because Disney's put themselves in a corner buying what they have. So they can't really make any many other moves after the after the moves they've already made. So they can't buy Sony. If you're wanting them to buy Sony, let me tell you now, that would send them well over the range of Monopoly, and then they would have to break it up. The federal government would have to step in. So keep that in mind. Don't. So I, I would honestly think there's no. They're not going to purchase Sony. They can maybe get Spider Man back under the banner if they really wanted to. Uh, but they cannot purchase Sony as a brand because that would send them over the the mark of Monopoly. So about that news, though, the, the merger of Discovery, uh, fun fact, I, I got to do some crime reenactment uh, shows uh, as an actor, so I would technically be on the HBO Max streaming service. Uh, so that would be uh, fun to say, like, yeah, if you want to catch me in those episodes, just download HBO Max, and I'll be on ID Discovery, or whatever. But uh, I, I look forward to speaking about more in detail about the Stream Wars next week. Uh, so before we get to the next little bit of conversation I want to talk about, going to step away, uh, get a brief word from one of our sponsors, uh, and then 30 and 30 Podcast will return. Tennessee Legend Distillery was founded in 2015 and has quickly become one of the top distilleries for natural extracts and ingredients in its spirits. With no high fructose corn syrup, artificial sweeteners, or harmful ingredients, Tennessee Legend Distillery has four locations in the state of Tennessee without Newport, Sevierville, Cookville, and Nashville distilleries. You see, At Tennessee Legend Distillery, we have spent more time focused on the quality of our spirits than the number of our stores. We have a great selection of non-flavored spirits as well, like vodka, bourbon, whiskey, and gin. Tennessee Legend Distillery has multiple awards and medals for state, national, and international spirit contests, and even carries 2019's Best Tasting Whiskey in the State of Tennessee with our Salted Caramel 60 Proof Whiskey. We offer discounts for veterans, active military, nurses, police officers, firefighters, first responders, and even multiple bottle discounts. Don't live in Tennessee? We ship to select states. Go to GACraftSpirits.com to see if we deliver to you. That's G-A-C-R-A-F-T. S-P-I-R-I-T-S dot com. If you stop by the Sevierville location, tell them 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you and be a legend with 
Tennessee Legend Distillery by receiving a free shot glass and 15% off of your order. What are you waiting for? Cheers to you. Hey, this is Ken M, host of the ODPH podcast, better known as the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. And right now, you are locked and loaded to the sweet tea of the nerdy South, the Duke of Nerds, Tyler Mack, and the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Welcome back, nerds and nerdettes. I want to talk a little bit about one of Valiant Comics' uh, newest releases, uh, Savage Number 4. From Max Bemis and Nathan Stockman. Now, this came out just a few days ago. Uh, all of the, uh, pretty much all of the overtop mayhem uh, in the first three uh, of of Savage has been leading up to this book, this comic. So. Uh, little little synopsis here. Project Bizarre's devious plan has been unleashed, and only Kevin Savage, aka Savage, and May can save the day. In Savage Number Four, the final chapter of the limited series goes on sale uh, Wednesday, May twelfth. So it is out there. Pick it up. Uh, don't forget to uh, go to your local comic shop and pick it up. But you can read the story's uh, conclusion and. I am very excited about this. I, I had the chance to read it um, thanks to uh, a dear friend, Greg, uh, a friend of the show, and uh, Valiant Comics for uh, sending over uh, an issue, and uh, thank you very much. Uh, so it is out, and the embargo for me personally has passed, um, so I am going to talk a little bit about it. Um, but this is Savage Number 4, written by Max Bemis, uh, Art is by Nathan Stockman, colors by Triona Farrell, letters by Hassan Otsmani Elahou, cover uh, by Marcus Toe and Paula Ganucho. Uh, you, the uh, basically Max Bemis, who who did the series works uh, worst X Men ever, and uh, Nate Stockman, who did Spidey, uh, partnered up to bring Savage to us uh, from Valiant Comics. This is an all-out brawl of a comic. I mean, a fight. Big fight feel. So basically, uh, they are going to have to save our dimension from Project Bizarre's evil quest to become one with the Faraway. And only Savage can save us, or he will die trying. As I said, this is 32 pages, full color. Go to your local comic book shop. Check it out. Um, it is now on sale, uh, so I, I I want to talk about it. I want to talk a little bit about my feelings, uh, my thoughts on it, but I, I don't want to just dive into all 32 pages and tell you all play-by-play play what happens because then you're not going to go to your local comic book shop and you're not going to pick it up. So first off, the, the ending. I'm, I'm going to start at the end, begin at the end a little bit. The ending is that typical big fight, massive world-saving fight between Savage and these these monsters. And <clears throat> we do get that cliffhanger, old 90s cartoon feel of, of 
the villain, the main villain at, at large, you know, being stopped, but almost kind of like that Skeletor vibe of like, I'll get He-Man if it's the last thing I do, you know, so you get that at the end after this big fight feel kind of in an epilogue type thing at, at the far away, and the the fight, the illustration is beautiful, okay, let's just start there, the, the illustration is beautiful, uh, the, these designers and these creators of the pictures and the violence and and it's it's not gory like like dark horse comics but it's a violent fight it feels like you're reading this massive video game fight or like you're 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 watching this older um uh, it's basically like an late 90s early 2000s big battle cartoon taking place a mixture of 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 Dragon Ball Z or mixed with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mixed with the X Men, mixed with uh, all that good stuff, with with this savage fighting of monsters just trying to save our world. Uh, the story, of course, you know, I mean, if if you've been catching up, I don't want to, you know, go too much back for the listeners who are caught up and and paint the picture but i highly recommend you go out to your local comic book store and and pick these up pick up savage one two three and four and catch up to where we are um a huge shout out again to valiant comics for uh getting that sent over to us so we can uh read it over read through it and review it and uh, get to talk about it finally Uh, exciting Uh, again uh when valiant sends these overs you know he he's he's uh there is no embargo you know, for us, we're not asking you to stop. The, the embargo is personally a, a podcaster's choice. Uh, for instance, most of the Council of Nerds, if you've been paying attention, we do a 72-hour embargo for anything, whether it's a new episode of a Disney Plus show, uh, a movie coming out. You're going to hear most of us if you listen to, like, our podcast and Three Fat Nerds and, and uh, Ocho Dura Parlay Hour and things like that. You're going to get a 72-hour embargo. But So it's more of a personal uh, choice, personal opinion of the podcaster. Uh, for instance, when Black Widow does finally come out in July, uh, you will have 72 hours after us seeing it before we talk about it. So, fair warning. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled, watch it within the 72 hours or wait until you see it to listen to that episode. But that's, that's uh, you know, down the road. Uh, <clears throat> so, back to... Savage number four. The villain that Savage introduces um, is just... It's great. It's like that mad scientist super villain. Um, it, it's fantastic. And as I said, I can't talk enough about the illustration. It, it gives me this old Ninja Turtles, Street Sharks uh, vibe um, Illustration-wise, and the creatures, it's it's kind of like Rampage, the old arcade game, meets today's comic books facing Wolverine kind of feel. Uh, it's really good. Uh, and I can't talk enough about Valiant Comics. Uh, if you are not uh, reading Valiant Comics, if you are a, a, a snob who just sticks to Marvel and DC, then, you know... You really need to open your mind's eye and, and get out there and read some stuff aside from the mainstream. It's There's fantastic stuff out there. I mean, outside of the mainstream, 
you know, if, if we just stuck to Marvel and DC, we wouldn't get the likes of The Boys and Umbrella Academy. So uh, I, I fully intend to see uh, like Valiant Shadow Man in a Netflix series or uh, a Prime series very soon. So if you have not read uh, any of Valiant comics, I, I highly suggest you go to your local comic book shop and pick some up. Uh, you're missing out. Um, so, uh, uh, Savage aside, Savage number four, it's out now. Go check it out. Go pick it up at a comic book store. I want to talk about an upcoming one, Shadow Man number two. Now, this is a horrifyingly good series, Shadow Man is. Uh, now, Shadow Man number two is going to come out on May 26th of this year. Um,. I get to preview a little bit of it. If you are into the dark side of things, and what if a what if okay, what if what if Ghost Rider, the Punisher, the Phantom, and Daredevil were combined into one hero? That would be Shadow Man. Now, fun fact, Shadow Man is turning 30 next year. So, if you have yet to read any Shadow Man comics, and it came out in 1992, then you really are an elitist when it comes to comics. Um, or you're just not a comic book reader. Uh, so, and that's fine. Uh, I digress. Shadow Man number two is coming out uh, this month, and I, I, I highly suggest you check it out. Um, it's uh, Shadow Man number two, and it is uh, Cullen Bunn and John Davis Hunt, uh, May 26th of this year. Um, so be ready to check that out. If you haven't caught up, go, go out and find some Shadow Man comics. Uh, I highly, highly recommend them. From the looks of it, we're going to get a nice little showdown uh, in Shadow Man number two coming out this month. Uh, nice little western style uh, at a, you know high noon type feel to it. So it's going to be really cool, kind of a ghost town showdown. So I'm really excited to get to read that when it comes out. Uh, can't wait to check it out. Uh, also, a little bit more comic talk uh, before we close out this segment is Ninjack. If you have not read Ninjack from Valiant Comics, a, a brand new series arrives July 14th, so be on the lookout for that. Catch up with Ninjack so you can learn who the character is. Uh, I have not read too many Ninjack. I'm going to get to that uh, soon when uh, things slow down a little bit uh, personally. So uh, I'm going to get to that and catch up on Ninjack uh, hopefully before the new series drops again on July 14th is when the new series drops. So be on the lookout for that. So that's my comic talk for episode 99. I know I don't do a whole lot of it. I mean, heck, I, I, I can't remember the last time I have. But I hope that that's something moving past 100 episodes. There will be more comic book talk. Uh, I know that if you want real, fantastically good comic book talk, you need to be checking out East Coast Avengers, Otodoro Parley Hour podcast, and Cheers to Comics podcast, especially if you're into comic books and reading comic books. Check out those three shows. Huge shout-out to them and the rest of the Council of Nerds brethren. Uh, so, going to step away, take a quick break. More 30 and Nerdy podcast when we get back.
Hey guys, my name is JT. What's up everyone, I'm Darren. Hey, what's up guys, I'm Josh. Hey guys, I'm Christian. Hey, what's up y'all, this is Dominic and we're the East Coast Avengers. We're a group of five friends who get together weekly and talk about everything that's going on in the nerd universe. Whether you're a fan of Marvel, DC, Star Wars, video games, comics, or anything else nerdy that you can think of, we're the podcast for you. You can find us on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever streaming platform you use to listen to your favorite podcasts on. You can also catch us on our YouTube channel where we release tons of content such as vlogs, unboxings, TV and movie recaps, and trailer reactions. So if those things sound good to you, then check out the East Coast Avengers podcast. We hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Will Jewell, director of Concrete Plans. You're listening to 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Welcome to Dreamcast. Now, I'm not, I, I, I tend to, when talking about Dreamcast, I had fully planned on Season 3 having far more segments called Dreamcast. Uh, and it's funny that I'm this far into Season 3 and we're just now, we're just now doing a segment called Dreamcast. So, uh, this is the long-awaited segment after 13 episodes of Season 3. 99 episodes total that I'm finally doing a Dreamcast uh, segment. And it's not really me Dreamcasting somebody. It's me talking about Dreamcasting. And the toxicity of Dreamcasting. I, uh, I know that everyone out there, and when I mean everyone, I mean most ner- of nerd culture right now, uh, especially heavily focusing on the MCU, are constantly speculating. We saw heavy speculation to a, a stupid amount of speculation during WandaVision about one character in, in particular, Mephisto. You've heard thoughts all over nerd culture about that. That was just speculation and WandaVision got out of hand. We saw very little, less speculation during Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, because it was less paranormal, possibly. But we still saw a lot of speculation. Everything from Wolverine showing up to the White Wolf moniker being used to... But but less speculation than WandaVision. The speculation that we're getting now, the Dreamcast that's... Everyone's eyes are on is Krasinski and his wife as Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Now, I think that obviously anyone with a brain knows that they would be absolutely fantastic as those roles. But let's talk about the downsides, okay? She, the, the, the lovely and massively talented Emily Blunt, has on record in interviews recently said that she's not a huge fan of comic book movies. She's not. That it would have to be a a good character, a strong character, and a good story. It's easy to speculate from just that conversation. For instance, what I want to say is that's Marvel already having her in their back pocket and saying you cannot at any point say anything that would lead anyone to think that you've already been hired. You just can't. Say everything you can to dissuade somebody. Kind of like Garfield's been doing about Spider-Man. However, do you want... If if that's 100% true, if that's not what's happening, if she's truly saying, I have not been approached yet, this is 
not happened yet. This is probably not happening because I don't want to do it. Would you, as a nerd, want somebody in a role that they don't want to play? Would you want her not giving 100% because she doesn't want to be there? I will be the first to say, and you have talked about, you have heard me talk about uh, life on stage a lot. Uh, yes, Tyler, we all know that you're an actor and you've been on stage most of your life. And you've done this and you've done that, blah, blah, blah. So I will also say that I have done shows just for the sake of doing shows. Just for the sake of doing a show with a friend. But I have not enjoyed the show. And it showed. Huh. It showed in the show that I didn't want to be in the show. So I wouldn't want that with my Sue Storm. I, I just wouldn't. All the power to her to do what she loves. She's extremely talented. If you haven't seen her in anything, you should check her out. I mean, even the cheesiest of movies, she's shines in her performance she's fantastic in a quiet place oh my god she's fantastic in a quiet place if you have yet to see that movie the sequel's coming out soon so see that movie if you're not into horror don't see that movie uh her and krasinski work well together already sure it'd be great they'd have the chemistry he would be a great i think you're more likely to get him as reed without her as sue so just prepare for that. Or you're more likely to get... Guys, we know what you want as fans, but they might be looking at Krasinski and and his wife are, are too old to play the roles. They might be wanting to introduce a younger Fantastic Four. Think about that. If so, I'm going to have to piggyback off of what Ken M has said multiple times. If they go for a younger Fantastic Four... My dream cast for Sue Storm would be Moriarty from The Boys. She would be absolutely fantastic in that role. Yeah, there is a little bit of a me dream casting within this dream cast conversation, but back to the point at hand. It's fun to dream cast, and I sit around and do it all the time. You've heard me a thousand times say that Ty Olson is my dream cast for the next incarnation of Wolverine in the MCU. When you're out there and you're clicking on... As I said in the previous segment, clickbait articles about dream casting. Let's just listen to what the people have to say. Okay, dream casting is, is enjoyable. And I have a list physically written down in the notes in my phone that if something pops up as someone who would be great in this role, I write it down to either discuss in future episodes or uh, discuss uh, with with Josh and Logan. So... It's fun to dreamcast, but that's just one thing I wanted to talk about. And, and just kind of piggybacking off of what Ken M and Padawan J talked about, I wanted to discuss it a little bit too uh, from my perspective. As much as I would absolutely love to see it happen, please leave her alone. Please just wait for the cards to fall as they may. Um, we can do it quietly amongst each other. We can talk about it here and there on the podcast. But, you know, bugging her on social media and you know, clickbait articles and all that. That's just, it's part of the fandom menace. That's part of the toxic nerdom that, that has been happening a lot lately uh, with speculation and with dreamcasting and with all that. I mean, heck, some some people aren't even done with roles and we start dreamcasting about who to take over. Uh, for instance, uh, Affleck wasn't even done and people were already 
ready to cast the next Batman. I get it. I'm a nerd. Uh, I know I found I've, I sound like the pot calling the kettle black uh, in this segment, but I just wanted to, to piggyback off of ODPH. I really loved that that little conversation that uh, Ken M and Pad were having uh, in their previous episode about dreamcasting and and Emily Blunt. And listen, I'm with you. I, I believe that those two would be the perfect, perfect, perfect cast. Much the way that we you know, Dreamcast about Ahsoka before she actually showed up. And that's one we actually got. So sometimes they fall right and sometimes they don't. You got to let the roses fall where they may, as the dear Rev tends to say. However, with that being said, I I will Dreamcast with you. I will discuss a Dreamcast of mine. And if you follow 30 and Nerdy Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, you will see that uh, just a couple days ago, we tw- we posted that a dreamcast a literal perfect dreamcast okay now if you have seen umbrella academy then you know that they are all great performances uh going on uh you know the jury's out about <laughs> the jury's out about tom Hop- hopper's luther i mean he per- performs it well but that character is just stale in my opinion you may love Luther, aka number one, but uh, yeah, that's just uh, my my opinion there. But speaking of Umbrella Academy, the cat Dreamcast that we posted about was Aiden Gallagher plays number five, aka five, in the Umbrella Academy as Damian Wayne. Hmm. If they don't pull the trigger now, I mean, we technically haven't really seen Damian, an adult or an older Damian Wayne. Currently, as he is right now, he would be a phenomenal Damian Wayne in the live-action world. At me if you think I'm wrong. 30 and Nerdy Pod on Twitter. But I think you'd be crazy to think I'm wrong if you've seen his portrayal as five in Umbrella Academy. Of course, I mean, you know, if, if they don't do him as Damian Wayne, maybe as he gets older, he'd be a pretty good Tim Drake. But that would be... Years down the road, and I think pulling the trigger right now would be better as Damian Wayne. Yeah, I mean, his portrayal as five is he shows a lot of characteristics that Damian Wayne has shown in the comics and the animated movies. So, uh, what do you think of Aiden Gallagher as, as Damian Wayne? Let us know. Hashtag 30nerdypod on Twitter at the 30nerdypod at gmail.com on email. Thank you. For tuning in for 99 episodes, um, it's 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 not lost on me on how needed listeners are to make a podcast work. It's not lost the the subscriptions, the listens, the shares, the follows, the likes, the comments, joining in on conversation after an episode has released. That is why 30 and 30 Podcast is about to turn 100 episodes. Uh, it has very little to do with anything we do here or anything like that. So thank you so much. I cannot wait to celebrate 100 episodes next week. It's going to be a great show. Moving forward after that is going to be great. Um, there's uh, 
there's a lot coming and there's something very special going to happen on the 100th episode and I cannot wait to share in that with you all so be on the lookout for more to come of that and and also continue to follow along with the second weekly episode of 30 and Nerdy podcast called The Road So Far Uh, it has been moved as you can tell to Saturdays so it'll be Supernatural Saturdays Every week here at 30 and Nerdy Podcast with The Rev and I, uh, breaking down episode by episode the CW hit show Supernatural that just ended after 15 seasons. We're going back down the road so far together. It has been extremely enjoyable. So thank you, Rev, for joining me on that uh, journey. It's been great. Uh, we just, uh, this this past week, did Bloodlust, which was season two, episode three, introduction introduces us to Gordon Walker, the hunter, who I absolutely cannot stand, one of my least favorite characters of the show, and uh, it was a great conversation, so definitely tune in every Saturday for The Road So Far. If you aren't a Supernatural fan and thinking about diving into it, all 15 seasons are on Netflix. They are actually about to release a special 15-season box set uh, coming very soon, so be on the lookout for that. And I would, I would imagine that if you own HBO Max, um, some special spinoff stuff will probably come within the next few years of Supernatural. Because for the very reason that Jensen Ackles and his wife, Daniil, opened a subsidiary production company of Warner Brothers. And he himself has said the Supernatural universe is not finished. So very interesting to see what will come of that. Continue to follow along on social media at 30andnerdypod on Twitter. Go to 30andnerdypodcast.com to find us on other social media uh, outlets as well as friends of the show. Uh, Things we support like the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, Disabled Veterans uh, Union, things like that. Uh, Also, previous episodes, where to find those previous episodes, nerdcabulary words that are updated constantly uh, as we create them. Uh, check up on the Council of Nerds and all things fun like that. 30nerdypodcast.com. Don't forget to check out patreon.com slash badcastcompany. We are holding that contest. If we can get just four more patrons, up to ten patrons, if when we get to ten patrons, we are going to create and produce an, a Patreon-exclusive show, and you can become part of that at just $1 a month. Patreon.com slash badcastcompany. Take the time to rate and review uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, 30 and 30 podcast, uh, rate and review. You can also go to podchaser.com and rate and review not just the show but individual episodes. That helps us uh, know who's listening and, and what you like to listen to. So please take the time to do that. Can't wait to celebrate 100 with you. Thank you all for tuning in to number 99. Uh, as, as always, uh, for the 30 and 30 podcast, I'm Tyler Mack, your Duke of Nerds. Cheers to you. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast, the flagship show of Badcast Company Productions. Thirty and Nerdy Podcast is an alternate reality radio show, a member of the Legion of Independent Podcasts, and part of the Council of Nerds.
find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Join in on the conversation using the hashtag 30andNerdyPod. You can find us and other amazing podcasts at podchaser.com by searching The Apocalypse and Pod Nation. Got something to say? Email us at 30andNerdyPod at gmail.com or find us at 30andNerdyPodcast.com. This has been the 30andNerdyPodcast. Cheers to you, nerds. Nerds.